Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Uh, so we have a very special guest joining us today who is going to be telling us her inspiring story, how she overcome generational tradition to actually follow her soul's purpose in life. Now, uh, before we get into the show today, I want to remind you that if you're watching this show on YouTube, don't forget to click the link below here after you watch the video uh, so you can go through and do my 30-second quiz to figure out what is blocking your success. And of course, if you're watching this on mymovies.com, you can leave your email so we can send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. So let's get into the show today, and I want to introduce my special guest, Rithu Parikh. How are you, Rithu? <laughs> I'm great. I'm so happy to hear you be here, and thank you so much for having me, Natalie. Yeah, it's, it's such a pleasure. And, you know, uh, the, this show is really all about, you know, uh, the, the transformational leaders uh, who are doing great work in the world, but then also people who... Uh, have inspiring stories that hopefully they can inspire other people going through similar situations to over, overcome them and really live a life of, of joy and passion, which I know is what you're doing now. So why don't we start a little bit, well, let's start with your story, because you come from a, a very um, kind of tra traditional background, uh, but you kind of butt the system a little bit. So why don't we tell a little bit about that story? <laughs> I do, I do. I am Indian. My parents were immigrants from India back in their early, early 70s. And um, unlike most, maybe I'd say a good majority of uh, Indian parents that came over that immigrated, my parents were a little bit more non-traditional, and my father has always been an entrepreneur. And uh, he went to the Harvard of India, which is the IIT, so basically everyone who came out went to the corporate world, and really everyone was pushed to be a doctor or an engineer. That's always it, the doctor or engineer. And my dad just bootstrapped his way, came with $50 in his pocket. We moved to Queens, New York, and, you know, long story short, and he, he made his way up to a, a serving Fortune 500 companies and just he did a fabulous, fabulous job. But along the way, he would always tell me as a child, always just follow what you love doing and the money will follow. You know, do what you love doing, the money will follow. I remember him saying that all the time to me. And so, unlike a lot of my friends, he wasn't pushing me for engineering or be a doctor. He really harnessed my love for creativity. I think I was a born creative. Uh, I loved writing. I always had a pen and pad with me everywhere we went. I was drawing, writing, making stories, poems, writing skits, like creating all the time. So, slowly, you know, move forward, go to high school, go to college, and in college, I knew, I absolutely knew, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into advertising. I want to be a copywriter. I'm going to finally write. And um, got out of college and started interviewing at some of the big advertising agencies in New York, and my love was to live in the city, and most of my friends were kind of finance majors, and they all got these big salaries and these big jobs, and... I was just kind of, I couldn't break in. I couldn't break into the advertising world. I, to be honest, I didn't try that hard. But I got a really good um, opportunity at New York Magazine, which is a really prestigious magazine in New York. And so it wasn't advertising, it was publishing. It wasn't creative, it was sales. But I was kind of like, well, you know what? I'm dying to move into the city. I'll make this happen. You know, let, let, one thing will lead to another. It'll be fine. And so, you know, I go that way. And in the back of my mind, thinking, what did my dad always say? What did my dad always say? But it was quick to sort of let that go as I was how these, trying to pursue these other dreams and keep up with other friends and move into the city and all that kind of stuff, right? You're like 20 years old, whatever. Well, as time goes on, you know, one thing leads to another. And I find myself over the next decade, um, 
following a career path that really was following more money and following more success and being able to live there and getting further and further and further away from all those childhood that love, the dreams, the creativity, the writing, all that kind of stuff. And it wasn't until a decade later where um, you know I felt stuck. I was like, this is my career path now. I, it was fine. I was in a marketing company doing direct mail on the account services side. So you know, it's like customer service. And um, it was a paycheck. And, um, but it was sort of like, this is where I led my path. And there's sort of no turning back. And I'm, what am I, I'm in my 30s now. How am I going to turn this around? Well, at that same time, I was lucky enough to meet the man of my dreams, got married, had a baby, and um, at this point I was working 12-hour corporate days, never saw him, he was being raised by a nanny, and my husband got a job opportunity in Nashville, Tennessee, which at that time, if you're in the U.S., it, is, it was not the it city that it is now, <laughs> it was like not fun, I was not looking forward to it. But all my husband had to, he said the magic words were, he said, you don't have to work. And I was like, oh, done, you know, I can, I can come and take a break and get away from this corporate stuff. But I got to tell you, what I wasn't expecting was that when that happened, it was like a real life wake up call. Like all of a sudden, I didn't have to work, he's right, but that means I had to figure out what I was going to do with the rest of my life. And... Um, and, you know, of course, the easy thing to do was, well, I should get back to what I've been setting my life up for for the last year, for the last uh, decade of my life, get back into the marketing. And, um, and uh, but I knew it just wasn't right. And this is sort of when I fell into a long path, and now my lifelong path of personal growth and development and really questioning, you know, what it was that I wanted to do. How did I want to live my life? What was the type of role model I wanted to be for my children? Um, you know, how did I want to live each day and how did I want to show up for them? And which slowly, um, and you know, I started doing lots of online courses and books, and everything brought me back to the the love and the passion of what I had as a child. And even being in that amazing supportive family that my parents had given me, I still somehow let it go. And I knew that I had to figure out a way to get the creativity back. And um, and while I was going through this whole process. We also, I also started just clarifying other things in my life, like what are my goals and how do I want to live and how do I want to simplify everything. So eventually, I met at the intersection of these childhood passions, uh, which was the creativity and the writing and the video and the ma and the uh, making of. Well, at that time it was skits. Now it transforms into videos. And what I was figuring out was simplicity and organizing my life and making it more productive so I had more time for my family and brought that together into what is now Life is Organized. Um, I'm an organization productivity coach for people to help them live more productive and successful lives. And that's right. where I am. <laughs> and, and so here, there's a couple of things about this story that I love because I think a lot of people can relate to a couple of these junctions in your life. And I know certainly I do. I call my 30s my beige years yeah. because they were. We had a whole bunch of different businesses that were not uh, spiritually fulfilling. That weren't purposeful. They were only. We got into them. You know, it was like, can we? What's our investment? What's our return on our investment? Yeah. You know, can we do it? What's our exit strategy? It was all to do with the money, um, and it was it was kind of soulless. You know, and it wasn't until we came across my movies and started doing it that, that my heart, my soul started to open up again. So, um, so I'm imagining that that you know, working your 12 hours and in these jobs that uh, you know, with, with marketing and everything, you know, that you were feeling like, what were you feeling at the time? Well, I, you know, it's funny. I think before I, before I actually had the time to step away from it, 
I don't know that I felt anything. I don't know that I ever took the, I never was introspective enough to say, is this really what I want to do? Is this how I'm going to lead my life? It just became, it just became routine. It just became what I knew, how it was. You know, it's like you almost don't know any better. And um, that's a frightening place to be once you step out of it and you think, God, what was I doing? How, how was I not, um, was I that selfish and selfless, I guess, in a way that I was just so preoccupied with, with just you know moving on instead of actually take, stepping back and taking a deeper look inside myself and asking those tougher questions that you know that we do as we as we continue to grow. I know, and I think the thing is too, um, and because this is I don't know if this was the case for you, but for me, um, I would numb out. Yes, yes. I yeah. have a glass of wine every day, or I you know yeah. go traveling or do whatever, so I didn't have to focus on it because it was like I I didn't want to face it. Um, but, uh, and I don't know if this is true for you, but for me, it was like, you know, when I look at my movies, if it hadn't been for all of those different businesses and all those different things yeah. that, I mean, there was, there was some kind of business lesson or life lesson or personal lesson I learned from every single one of them that number one, helped me recognize my movies for the opportunity that it was. Right. And number two, it helped me become successful at it because if I hadn't had all that experience, it wouldn't have happened. And was that similar for you as well? Oh, absolutely. I know it sounds cliche to say every experience is a learning experience, but I ha you have to look that way. Or, you know, how can you move forward if you're always living in regret or in that I wish I would have done things differently? I, I can't say anything should have been different or I'd never be where I am today right now at this moment. And, um, you know, live for the present, live for the future. The, the past is, is what it was, and that's what brings us here. Exactly, because that's the thing. I think a lot of people go, oh, my God, I've just spent like 10 or 15 or 20 years building this career. I can't walk away from it because it would be a, it'll be a waste. Right. But I don't think it would be a waste because there's a whole mm -hmm. reason, you know, and skill set that you've learned from that that you can apply to to something that you actually love. Absolutely. So, um, so tell me about a little bit about the process that you went through of discovering that um, you know your childhood, remembering those childhoods, because I'm assuming that maybe you forgot them for a while, but then yeah. back to that, remembering what they were, and then and then how did you figure out, um, or what was your process of being able to figure out how you could monetize that? Well, it's funny because I think when you when I first started going through it, I took it very literally, like. Well, I used to like so I take all these like I said these classes or read these books and they'd say, "Well, what were the things you were passionate about as a childhood?" I'm like, "Well, I like to write poems. How can I make money writing a poem?" You know, or how I like to make skits. How could I teach them to make skits? I mean, it was like so literal in the beginning, like it didn't it didn't work. And then it was like, "No, step back. It's not that it's poems or skits. It's a general creative energy. It was a flow that it was in. It was something I was passionate about that I did without thinking that I found um, outlets all the time and I was resourceful about it. So it was kind of getting under the hood about not just the practical kind of really pr things that I did but like what were the emotions that were under that and like what was the underlying you know the energy that was it. And then when I started looking at that more then you're like, oh my God, the opportunities are endless. Then I can apply it so many ways. So, for example, okay, maybe it's not writing a poem, but it, I, now it's technology 20 years later. I love blogging. I love my blog. Uh, maybe it's not doing little skits to my parents, but I love video. More. I make videos. I've made over 300 videos on organizing. So, you know, there's ways to transform it now, just taking the, that skill set and just, it's more about like, I swear, I think it's more the memory of the feeling. And when you can remember that feeling, that will just open your mind to so many options and opportunities and get that creativity and the energy and the flow again. 
I don't even know if I answered your question, but yeah. <laughs> no, 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 and the thing is, you answered it in a way that because this is what I teach as well. You know, we can't be too specific when it comes to the type of goals that we want. So, you know, let's say that we want to, you know, create our, our own business so we can, you know, uh, have our own time uh, and take time off when we want to, work when we want to. Um, so you can have a business, and you know, maybe it looks like I, I want to have a successful business um, that I can choose my own hours where I get to have a creative outlet and that I get to help people. Yeah. yeah. Now, there are a bazillion different ways that can manifest for you. Yeah. Um, and so when you're looking at the macro level of what it is that you want to do and then and then sitting in, you know, we with my movies obviously talking about visualizations and sitting you know in your mind in that future and feeling what it's like to already be there. Once you're in the emotion of yes, I have my time that I can, you know, take lunch off and have with the girls or go traveling with my family. You are then through that emotion. Emotion is energy. Energy is then that vibration or the resonance that you're sending out into the field, or out into the universe, and then whatever is a vibrational match to that is an attraction yeah. to you. You know, and so that comes back, in, and it could be. And honestly, for me, it never turns up the way I think it's going to. No. Yeah, never. <laughs> no. But it, and it, you know, and it changes all the time. I think that was another thing. I think I, again, when I was starting, I was like, well, whatever I decide, it, it just seems so permanent. It seemed like I'll make this decision and that'll be it. Now I'm going to like career, I'm going to pave my next career path for the next 10 years. And it's not like that at all. Now that I'm on the journey, it is such a journey. It's such an evolution. It's continuously changing. And, and the more that I can extract myself from focusing on a particular outcome, the closer I can get to feeling successful in so many ways. So, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, and that's what I say too. I think our, our purpose, all of our purpose is the same. Our life purpose is to, is to make a contribution and to show up as the best version of ourselves. Yeah. Um, but the mission in, in that we all, you know, show up in in different ways, I mean, me through my movies, you through helping people organize their, their home and their business, right. um, it's, it's, you know, a mission is different. And, again, I'm not saying, well, my mission, my movies is my mission now. Uh, you know, it may not be my mission in 10, 15, 20 years. It could morph into something completely different, but that's okay too. Yeah. And I think that, you know, making a decision is better than making no decision because there's no right. such thing as the wrong decision, you know, because yeah. it's Absolutely. all a stepping stone to where it's to where we need to go. So, Absolutely. Well, well, you know, I'm so grateful that you were able to join me today and to share your story because, you know, like I said, I think um, in my experience, and I don't know whether this is what you, you're experiencing as well, is that there are so many people now and we seem to seem there seems to be this awakening happening. Yes. Yes. We have this feeling like there's something different, there's something more, but I don't know what it is. And it's like how do I follow that? And you have a fantastic inspirational story of how, you know, you can do that in a way um, and you're giving us some very practical information that I'm sure people will be able to apply. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank now, you. if people want to connect with you and, and find out more about you, where, where can we send them to do that? So I'm very active on my Facebook page, that's Life is Organized, and my website's the best place to find me. If you're interested in home simplification and organization, come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash freebie, F-R-E-E-B-I-E, -E. and um, we have a five-day home simplification program for you, uh, a free one, and then if you're interested more in being really productive and prioritizing your business and simplifying it and streamlining it, then come on over and join me on lifeisorganized.com forward slash inspiration. And um, I have a great download there about productivity, powerful productivity hacks that I think you might enjoy.
Wonderful. Awesome. So thank you again for joining me, darling. Thank now, you. guys, I encourage you to share this video, get the word out, uh, share this inspiring story, especially for people that you know that may be in a crossroads in their life trying to decide what their next move is or where to go next. Now, you can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. And don't forget, if you're watching this on YouTube, click the link below so you can take my 30-second quiz to figure out what is blocking you from success. And if you're watching this on mymovies.com, just leave your email so we can send you the Manifesting with a Masters video e-course. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.